Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my co-host, my partner in crime, uh, Angel Masonette. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's up? What's up? Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, whatever the, whatever else you uh, call it. How was your Christmas, buddy? Um, I didn't really have much of a Christmas, to be honest with you. I worked. I've been trying to, like, uh, in case you don't... Uh, I talk about it quite a bit on the show, but uh, I work part time as a full time as a as a doorman or concierge in a residential cooperative in New York City. Um, it's it's like a, it's a great job, especially this time of year. Yeah, nice it's tips. Like huh? raining raining uh, envelopes. Man, you bro. get nice tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, people are wonderful. You know, man. <laughs> you know what my tip to you would be, right? What's that? Don't eat yellow snow. That's your tip for Christmas. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. Um, but Big the weirdest thing I is, the, the weirdest thing is that uh, it's like um, it's freaking so cold in our lobby, man. I mean, these last three days, it kind of sort of remo- reminded me of walking a foot post. You know, go to back Buffalo in the day. and work. Go to Buffalo and work. Yo, let me tell you something, bro. This lobby was so cold. I <laughs> every ten minutes, I go outside just to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, but uh, but uh, it reminded me of working a foot post or uh, walking a foot post. Oh, my goodness, remember when we first got on the job and yeah. um, and you know, you'd get assigned a foot post. I, I, we got out, we graduated the same, yeah, January same of class. 93. We got January of 93, we got to our no, no, no. So I was earlier than you, I was 92. No, you got on the job in June of 92, but you graduated in January oh, yeah. of 93. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're yes, right. I know. Okay, so <laughs> so when we got out. <laughs> remember walking like the foot post bef- uh, before the, the bombing. Remember the bombing at uh, the World Trade yeah, Center? World Did Trade you have Center, to go yeah. to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember walking a foot post, like like you know, and being out there like an idiot, just well, not knowing <laughs> that you know we... I I could find. It took me like two weeks to find to realize you don't have to like be out here the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Well, the old saying is a good cop never gets cold, cold, hungry, or wet, right? And yeah, yeah, I had a training. I had a training sergeant who I ended up getting along with later, but he was a real hump when we uh, first got on the job. Uh, I won't name him, Pete Comer. Um, anyway, so we were on uh, East Tremont, and he would actually go up to us and touch our shields to make uh-huh. sure they were cold, to make uh-huh. sure that we weren't hiding out in a bodega somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, which was which was bad because, but then we got hip to it. And then what you would do is you would go in a bodega, you would take your shield off and you would put it in the, uh, in the freezer. And then <laughs> when, he was looking, when he was looking for you to give you a scratch, uh-huh. then you put the shield back on and you came out and here I am. And the shield was nice and cold, so. I remember one time we got mobilized to uh buy uh, what's that place that where they do all the uh the auto show and stuff like that the jacob jacob yeah i forget what it was for but we were all we had to all go there and at this point right now i was in the warren squad i was either a detective or very close to being a detective and for some reason we we all got mobilized over there and it was at nighttime and it was freaking freezing so we were all inside the jacob javits center they had couches there. We're sitting down. We're watching, like, uh, you know, they had a huge screen TV in there. They got whatever we needed, coffee. And then all of a sudden, the the, uh, the sergeant um, uh, calls us over the radio. So I go out, 
you know, I'm like, hey, what's up? And I hand him my book. He goes, no, 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 I just wanted to see where you guys were. I said, well, you better scratch it now because you're not going to find me again. <laughs> scratch said, it we're now. We're, we're not doing this all night. You, you're looking right, for exactly. me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like half hour later, they let us go. But I'm like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, the, nice. back to my point with the foot post. Um, you know, you learned a lot, man. You learned a lot from it's like being stupid and being out there the whole shift, you know, freezing and learning to deal with the, you know, the discomfort. Also yeah. working New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah. Remember working New Year's Eve in Times Square? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember. It was cold. You know, it was uh, it was miserable. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I remember not even wanting to go back to the car because it took so long for you to like the thaw. Some years were so freaking cold that you would like, you know, because New Year's is also coming up and there's going to be a lot of cops, especially the young guys. They're going to be at that uh, the ball dropping and it never gets any easier. And, I, and I'm looking at the uh, the weather for next week. It doesn't look that appealing. You know, once it's gonna it drops, there, it's going to go up in temperature, but it's going to be raining. So, oh yeah, yeah, raining. Oh man, yeah, oh, I got a million really stories sucks. about uh, New Year's Eve, man. <laughs> oh, I, I fortunately I didn't have to do it a lot. I did it more when I was in JTTF uh, in a suit, you know, with a nice uh, uh, overcoat on and mm -hmm. having a few cocktails. It was it was a, it was a lot better as a JTTF uh, task force officer than it was as the uh, White Shield cop in 1999 when they thought the uh, millennium was going to blow up. Everything oh, was going to blow up. <laughs> I'm a, I'll tell you a little story about that. You know, we, we all, when we got the detail, and that's one of the things about being a cop is this, uh, that, you know, when you realize that you have to work on a holiday, like New Year's or Christmas, it, it's really depressing to be away from your family. But then once you get to work, you realize, oh, I'm, I'm with shit. all these people and we're all in the same boat. Let's why not make the best of it? <laughs> yeah. So I remember once we got the detail, um, we started saying, OK, I'm going to bring this and you're going to bring that. and You're going to bring this, you know, because we, we knew we were all going to be together and nobody brought anything that they said they were going to bring. <laughs> so now it comes <laughs> our meal. Yeah. Now it comes our meal time and we start walking around for a, for a place to you know, to, to get something to warm up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Maybe a, a, a nib, you know, it was just a shot of something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. A little coffee or tea. Yeah, yeah. With maybe mm -hmm. a little rum in it. No. So we were, we, oh, we couldn't. Working? Yeah, we were striking out. Because, like, what do you do? What do you, you go to a liquor store and you ask some kid that's going inside, hey, can you buy us a bottle of liquor? <laughs> you're, in, you're in uniform. So we're walking oh, around. We're walking, and we're Nobody ready to give prepared. up. We're ready to give up. And I walk past this uh, restaurant, and uh, we're off the beaten path now, by the way, because Times Square is, is is behind us. We like went a block or two to get away from it, and I look and I see somebody walking across with the the place is all dark in the front, but all the way in the back you see somebody coming across with like some food. So I knock nice. on the door, ba 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 ba. The guy stops and come over here. I said, <laughs> I said, what are you doing in there? He goes, oh, nothing, nothing. I said, what are you doing? You having a party? <laughs> he goes, oh, it's just for the staff. I said, can we come in? <laughs> and he goes, okay. And he brings us all in. So we sit What there. accent? What accent was that okay in? <laughs> what, what accent was that? <laughs> that was my Mexican accent. The guy, poor guy was scared to death. So we sat there. We ate. We uh, they they had we had some nice um, Coca Colas, and. Mm -hmm. um, those Coca-Colas were so good. Yo, they had a mechanical bull in there. 
No, they didn't. Yes, we yes they did, and then we got and you it. went this on in uniform. Well, yes, and there are pictures imagine. somewhere to But imagine the, surveillance it, cameras and body cams. Oh, now, now, oh, yeah, now it would have been a problem. Man. But you know what happened also too? <laughs> um, it was the year two thousand, like you said, and the whole world was going to blow up once it struck. So we were like in a mood. You know what I'm saying? We don't know whether we're going to live, survive, what's going to happen. You were, like, that... you were like Prince. You were partying like it's 1999. We had, yeah, that was, that was one Actually, of the best. Uh, see, we got to go off on a complete tangent here. Yeah, let's go into the chat and say hello. Yeah, let's go. All right. You so, Raquel Pranzo. Hello, Raquel. Thank you for joining us um, always. Hey, Mark and Angel. Looking forward to this. Hope Christmas was merry for you guys and your families. Cheers to 2023. Amen. Thank you, darling. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Little Mermaid, Louisa. Thank you, sweetheart. Hey, handsomes. Mark and Angel. Why is Mark first? Why wasn't I first? Anyway. Um, and hi, everyone in Police Off the Cuff chat. Hope everyone had a great Christmas. Ruth Ann Griffin, Ryan Investigative Group, Patty G007, Tony D. How you doing, Tony D? How you doing? Ocean Girl, 505. Mary Goldstein, Mary Chrysler. She said that to me on Instagram yesterday. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Mary Goldstein, hey, uh, Mary uh, Chrysler, and Happy Home. Hey, with regards to Mary Goldstein, I w- let me just stop you for a second. <laughs> I, Hold I on. I show. got a growl at her like I do all the time. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I had a show in um, at McGuire's Governor's Comedy Club in Long Island last Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. And um, it was a nice turnout. We had a lot of fun. Mary came, and she brought me some cookies. I gave her a PBA card, and um, <laughs> that's a fair a D, trade. A, a DEA card. That's and a it was really trade. good to see her, and uh, I appreciate the support. And I just want to say thank you. Nice. And, hi, uh, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hold on, I lost my place here. Uh, Peter Pranzo, there he is. What's up, LT? How you doing? Good to see you. London girl. Hello, hello, hello. From across the pond. Boxing MMA. Pauline Buckles. Uh, who else we got? Fuzzy Doxy. Hello, Fuzzy. Uh, Maui Swift. Hey, Maui. Uh, Lorraine Lawrence. JoJo. Hello, JoJo. Who else we got? Help me out here, buddy. Who else we got? Jory. Did you get Jory? Yes, I did. I think we're at the bo- the bottom of it all. I- I'm at the bottom of it anyway. You're at the bottom. You're a bottom guy. Cag Cagney <laughs> Cagney U Cobra. Okay. You're getting I- more than I'm getting it. Where, 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 yeah. You're yeah, getting yeah, more yeah, than I'm yeah. getting. Jory. Uh, what do you got? What do we got? What do that's we it. Robin. Yeah. I think we're Robin. Good. Robin is Indiana. In Indiana. Hello, everyone um, from Indiana. There you go. All right. Yeah, Let's go. so um, how was your Christmas? It was good, man. Um, I was home. Um, the wife uh, cooked up a storm. Uh, everybody came over, played some dominoes, watched my Cowboys win. Christmas. It was Christmas Eve for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's Puerto Ricans, right? We do everything Christmas Eve. So um, it was good. We had some company over, played some dominoes, drank some bourbon. Um, like I said, watched my Cowboys win, which was good. Uh, and then yesterday I went down to the boogie down to see my in-laws, brought them their gifts. Um, then uh, we were desperately looking to have White Castle because why not? But the White Castle was closed, so there were no murder burgers for us yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, but it was good. It was it was it was nice and quiet. How about you? 
I worked. I worked, um, and then I had shows on Friday and Saturday. So I took mm. them because, you know, with the move and stuff like that, I, I, I don't want to pass anything up where I could make some money. So, yeah. um, like I mentioned, Mary was at the show on uh, Friday night at the um, at the Governor's Comedy Club McGuire's in, in uh, I don't even know, Belmore, I think it is. And yeah. it was a great turnout, and I, I, I think everybody had fun. I had a lot of fun. Wait, Cag um, Cagneo Cobra seems to think that play dominoes is funny. What's so funny about playing dominoes? You don't play, Mark. You play dominoes. Um, my father used to. Um, I don't really, I don't really know how to play. To be honest with you, it's easy. You just he never taught me. Bohemia. Mary Goldstein says I was in Bohemia. Okay, I was in Bohemia. Bohemia. Uh, Long Murder Island. burgers. Yes, murder burgers. BJ Catalano. Hello, BJ. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Well, while we were pretty, we were fortunate here. Even though you live upstate, we didn't get blasted the way um, freaking Buffalo got blasted. Look at this. Uh, Western New York death toll continues to climb as winter storm rages on. I think it's Report. up to 23 people now. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I don't know why I thought 27, but. Oh, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe it is, yeah. 50, 50 nationwide and 27 in Buffalo. That's That's what I read this afternoon. I could be off. Um, they said like Arizona, like that area of the country is the only part that's like away from all this craziness. Yeah, like I don't even know exactly where the storm hit. I just know that Buffalo gets hit freaking tremendously hard. Like all they get the emotional time. tonight too. They get emotional. I know. Tonight it's like well, I want to show you. Wait, wait. I wanna, I'll, I'll show you this uh, just in case you don't know. You don't. What am I doing here? I keep messing this up. I think it's I'm trying to I figure this. It's like my, uh, Walker, Vancouver, Canada. Hello. Go ahead. Uh, monster. Here we go. Just in case you don't know what's going on here, it's freaking crazy. Um, the storm wait, is. Wait, uh, what do they call it? They call it a no, bomb. A bomb get cyclone. It, get a Fox News clip on here, all right? U.S. leaving millions of Americans facing record low and life-threatening temperatures and triggering travel havoc at one of the busiest times of the year. We are working all of the angles of this story with CNN's Omar Jimenez, Pete Muntean, and we have meteorologist Derek Van Dam. I do want to start with Omar Jimenez. He is in Chicago, where it looks like a winter wonderland, Omar, but I imagine it does not feel that way. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you absolutely nailed that. It feels like anything but a winter wonderland, but it is something that many in this part of the country are used to. We are in the middle of what was a huge temperature drop over the course of today, where we started in the 30s. We're approaching zero now, and we're going to continue into the negatives uh, overnight, according to the National Weather Service here. And one of the factors that officials here in the city are urging people to consider is it's not just going to be about snow. It's going to be about a lot of factors coming together and making the roads a lot more dangerous than people might be used to. It's not just snow. It's wind and cold as part of a huge winter system descending onto the U.S. just days before Christmas. Over this week, more than 80% of the country's population will see at or below freezing temperatures. Some places way below, like Denver, where the temperature dropped nearly 40 degrees in just an hour, hitting negative wow. by Thursday morning. Or Wyoming, where a state trooper took this video zero visibility and temperatures 60 degrees below zero. Elsewhere, parts of the Midwest are doing what they can to keep up. 
One of the biggest concerns in a winter system like this is the roads. And this dome is part of what it takes in a city like Chicago. You're looking at 50,000 tons of salt inside that crew. Yeah, man. I, I, Rob- I probably Global warming is crazy, huh? The, um, the, the, I thought I had footage of the, in there of um, uh, what Boston's going. I'm not Boston. Uh, what um, Buffalo's going through. Buffalo is like the fact that people live in Buffalo is it blows my I mind. I was thinking that earlier. My like, boss, my f- current, my current boss, who was a uh, she was an ASAC for the FBI. Um, she uh, is from Buffalo, and um, she went up there, and she said it's mm. it's in, it's incredible. Well, you know what's even more incredible is that I see people with shovels out there. And I'm like, yo. (laughs) Get a spoon. You might as well get a spoon. No, no. What I'm saying is that you live in a place that's going to get 30 feet of snow every single year. How do you not? Like, the state should just give, not the state, the city should just give you, like, a snowblower. No, the city, no, the city should not. They no, should. they should not. No, absolutely not. Who's, who's Everybody should have one. Well, no, I don't bullshit. know. No, you shouldn't. No. You're, you should you're not have... getting anything. You go out and buy yourself a snowblower okay. Okay. and spend Let's money, say, or but... you shovel. That's it. It should There's be no part of your taxes. You should no, be it shouldn't. It. The, the taxes no. pay for the streets to get plowed. You should plowed. take it get out, out of yet. your taxes. You should get, it should get be tax deductible. Really, it's part of your life over there. So they move. You know, it reminds me of the bit by Sam. Mentally ill? The mentally ill people that need to shovel? Remember, remember Sam Kinison? Yeah, I do. He used to have the joke about um, the people that we how we sending them. Don't send them food. Send them moving vans. Oh yeah, <laughs> you live in a desert. This is sad. Nothing yeah, will ever right, grow right. here. There's nothing growing. <laughs> it's sad. Nothing yeah. will ever grow here. <laughs> so is this is this all due to global warming? Because I saw there's a there's an Instagram account that I follow, and um, I forget the girl's name. But uh, she broke it down like fantastically about how the global warming, the people say, well, this is a once in a lifetime storm because of the moisture that's built up because of the global warming on the ice mm-hmm. caps and how it shifts. And it, it was just a bunch of nonsense. It was, it was pretty funny. Actually. We live in a rock. Okay. Yeah. And we're in orbit in space and we have no control over anything that's going to happen. And things happen throughout history that you mm-hmm. can look up and see how far away we are from another whatever. I see. Well, you could just look at look at history and how how it happens in 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 space and and see like and we could also predict the future how close we are to a satellite, uh, uh, not a satellite, a meteor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We we know this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So um whatever it is, it it's it's just can we survive it? Not can it's, the, it's a rock. Room. It's going to be fine because we keep talking about destroying the earth. The earth will be fine. It's us that won't be fine. Yeah. Well, the you know what I'm saying? The rock will continue. It's a rock. And the cockroaches. And the cockroaches. Some other fungus will grow. Some other life form. Will, but can we survive under these envi- under this environment? That is the point. Everybody's talking about global warming. Like we're saving the earth. Like the rock is going to just disintegrate into dust. If, if you know, because. <laughs> No, it'll be fine. It'll just keep going in space, and 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 another life form, another fungus will grow on it, and it'll be the you know, it is what it is. We okay. won't survive Thank though. You. Thank you. Uh, let me see who's the famous uh, scientist. Uh, who is <laughs> the guy just... in the 
Who was the guy in the wheelchair? Oh, the one that couldn't talk. What the Stephen heck? Stephen Hawkins. There, yeah, that's it. That's him. Thank you, Stephen Hawkins. Um, Raquel Pranzo. Wait, no, I'm sorry, not Raquel. Somebody had a funny comment in here. When do the aliens? Oh, it's Mary. Mary Goldstein. Can we predict how long until the aliens pick us up? Now, is that a segue into the Kamala Harris story? Are we talking about the aliens that were dropped off in front of our house? <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, or are we, are we talking about aliens from Jupiter or whatever planet they're from Mars? Yeah, I tell Cock you, man, these, these people that are trying—they're trying to get a point across. Well, uh, by listen. by sharing by sharing the migrants that are coming in, and the point is taken loud and clear, but they still refuse to do anything about it. There's there's, <laughs> well, there's a re there's a reason why they refuse to 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 put up. Or, or build a wall or stop this migration and now with this uh the, what is the title something of uh, 42 or something 42 yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's going to expire soon that's going to just leave the the the, the borders open free and arizona yeah. just gave up on because they don't want to fight the, the federal government with the uh you know they were putting those um those trailers up mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about but blocking it using the um what do they call those things in Arizona, they were fl they were building the wall, but they were using these. Um, what, they... like the containers, like the big uh, the the shipping containers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stopped doing that now because I think they were scared about a federal lawsuit. Or listen, listen. There's there's a few things here, right? If you tout yourselves as sanctuary cities or states, mm -hmm. then take them, right? And I'm sure um you take them right and then the government gives you extra money for them because we don't care about our homeless veterans we don't care about the other homeless people in the street so we want to give all this money to people who don't even belong here i'm sorry but they don't right um it, it, they're talking about how they're freezing outside of her house they should be in their country not everybody is escape, trying to escape uh communism or coming here for political asylum they, they're coming here because it's america right mm -hmm. um i have a four bedroom house i can't fit 500 people in my house at some point it's going to overflow now mm -hmm. take them in take the money that the government's going to subsidize you with right and then these crooked politicians um can like this omnibus deal that they signed they can take this money and they can line their pockets with it and they can give the minimum to the to the illegals and they can be corrupt politicians like the old law on both sides because the gop makes me sick they don't do anything about what the democrats are allowing to happen um, Kamala Harris, I'm sure, did not come out of her house and get on her bullhorn and cackle at these people that were in front of her house and, and say something cute to them, right? She won't go to the border, so now they're bringing the border. I don't know where she lives. They, they, she, it's she, a museum she won't go to the border, and so they brought the border to her. What is she doing about it? Nobody's doing anything about it. So, I mean, you know, if you want to say, and I put it on, on the New York Post Instagram, Put your money where your mouth is. If you're complaining, you want to clutch your pearls and say, oh, my God, how could they do this and drop these people off here? Go there, pick them up, put them in your car, take them to your house, let them lay in your bed, let them eat your food, let them be unsupervised around your spouses and your children, um, give them money, right? Let them shower, shit, shower, and shave in your house, and that's it, right? Be a sanctuary person. Be They were saying, oh, it's ungodly. So be, be go be a good Christian and pick these people up and put them in your house. That's it. Yeah, you know, it's it, <laughs> the Christian thing is funny that you mentioned it um, because there's this lady, right? And um, 
she was, you know, because as bad as things are here in this country, um, it could be a lot worse. Like, for example, if you lived in England right now, right? I want to show mm-hmm. you something. Where is this lady? She was arrested for for praying. Now, mind you, uh, there's 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 some history behind it. I thought I didn't bring up the freaking picture. I'm so stupid, but I will just watch this. I have this uh, video. We'll, then we'll talk about it. Where is it? Uh, UK woman. Physically, I'm just standing here. Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Like, what, what are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just As bad as things are here, um, that's that's from England, by the way. So okay, now, let me just break it down for you before um, the lady's name is Isabel von Spruce, and she's the director of the UK March for Life, which is a pro-life organization. So it's not like she, they didn't know who she was. It's a staged event. Obviously, there's a camera there. But the reality of it all is that she was standing there praying inside her mind. She wasn't saying anything out loud. But because they probably recognized her, her group um, for years has been going to abortion clinic, uh, clinics and doing some type of protest one way or the okay. other. But so in this, in these recent uh, incidents, she's been showing up just standing there by herself praying to herself now also too what they do is in past incidents when they stand in front of the abortion clinics they try to um talk to the women prior to going inside and mm-hmm. um talk them out of it and she said i watched a, uh, a, an interview with her on a, at least 100 occasions they've talked women out of getting abortions so this is a lady with a history it's not like they didn't know who she was but this okay. particular incident the way they do just to gain publicity um, you know, it was, uh, you know, or- not orchestrated, but she was there. She knew that the cops at some point would come. That's mm-hmm. why there was a camera there. But the mm-hmm. reality is she got arrested for praying in mm-hmm. her mind, not even saying words out because there's a law in England against, um, protesting in front of, or any type of protest, religious protest in, t- in, in front of, uh, an abortion clinic. Okay. And, some would say and argue that the the women that are going to abortion clinics are in, in in a certain situation mentally already. They don't need any more pressure by people gathering outside and making them feel worse. Well, let me ask you a question. If 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 she was a Black Lives Matter protester, do you think that the cops would have even spoken to her? Do you think they would have even approached her and said anything to her? If she was standing there holding up a sign, 
that said Black Lives Matter, and she was black, do you think the cops would have even approached her? Or Muslim, for that matter. I mean, she could have very easily been Muslim. Whatever. And I just mean, praying, in, praying is, in the street. Like, if you stop somebody... Have, from... Would they have approached her? And the answer is no. no. They would not have. Because, um, unfortunately, and this, is, this may not be a popular opinion, but I'm going to say it, um, being white is wrong nowadays. You can't, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're not black or Hispanic and you're white, you're the you're freaking the devil, you know, and, and you're and, and it's okay to make fun of you and it's okay to um call you out of your name and call you. I mean, the mayor of New York City did it. He he called them crackers at a community center meeting. There was video of it and nobody did anything about it. And he's still the mayor. Nobody, mm -hmm. if that was a white guy who called uh, a bunch of black cops the N-word, the city would be burning until he got fired. It's 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 insane. It's insane. I mean, listen. Uh, uh, I can go off. Let, let's go into chat and let's go into chat and see what people said about uh, what we were talking about. Um, it's no, it's not okay. Do you know if you want to set up residency? I'm Mexican, or in Mexico, you have to prove you have an income of at least forty thousand a year. I don't know. I don't know. What Five million new migrants in the last two years, more than 27 states population, KH Walker. Yes, 100%. Uh, why would they go to Mar-a-Lago? Trump, right, exactly, Fuzzy. Right, I was going to say that. Um, somebody said uh, there's room in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that was, or Mar-a-Lago, sorry. That's BJ Catalano. Yeah, well, I mean, Trump wasn't trying to get them here. He was trying to keep them out, so that doesn't make sense. 42 has been in effect, and it was not being enforced. That's right, LT. Um, the Omnibus bill cannot pay, cannot be used for border wall, right? Not our border wall, but they're giving 400 and something million dollars to, um, African Ukraine. countries and Middle Eastern countries to protect their borders, but we can't protect ours. Uh, it would just cause a bigger problem with poverty and poverty is the mother of crime. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Look at all the money that New York city spent on a temporary shelter for Randall's Island and shut it down within a month. Exactly. Nobody even went there. Perfect angel. Thank you. LT. Trish Norman, thank you. You're late. Better late than never. Single mama of four. Hello, we see you. Um, because undocumented immigrants vote Democratic. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they want it, unless they're Cuban. They want to get the Cubans out because Cubans are. Yeah, Venezuelans, too, though. Anybody who's coming from a communist country yeah. is going to vote. They're not. That's right. Patricia Burns, um, she says, hey, last night, about 150 yards away from me, there was a shooting in a pub and a woman was shot dead, and three others are critically injured. I'm in the UK, and this never happens, and in Wolseley. So that's an interesting thing. It's, um, you know, when I promoted the show tonight, I promoted it as the the, the year in crime. Uh, well, review 2022, and we'll 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 cover it. I'm happy that we got past a half hour before we had to actually dive into it because I didn't really have time to to do it the justice it deserves as far as the year in crime. Uh, review, but we can do part two uh, next week. But um, she mentions a good point. Right now, we're uh, privy to crime that's happening all around the world because of social media. So I don't know whether we um, we're just more nervous or it, because we're just horror show after horror show, and sometimes you, this isn't even close to me. But the reality is, we've had a lot of um, shootings over 
what, what what they call mass shootings over um you know this last tw- year of 2022 pandemic social unrest and crime in US cities mid year 20 this was the mid mid year and everything was up i think uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 700 mass shootings in this country alone uh, over the past two years, homicides and gun assault trended upward while most property crimes receded. Um, the, the number of homicides declined, you know, but that also has to do with medical care. You know what I'm but saying? The same, that property, <clears throat> the same property crimes receded. You know why, right? Because people are home, right? You can't burglarize a house if somebody's in it. You can't steal somebody's car if it's in the driveway for the most part, right? Because they're home, they're working from home because of the pandemic. Uh, you had over six thousand kids either shot, shot and uh, shot and injured, or shot and killed in this country um, this year. Um, you know what they like to call gun violence, right? They just arrested this savage in New York City who was going around stabbing people, right? He was on a crime spree. He slit some poor doctor's throat in the middle of uh, uh, um, uh, one of the parks in Harlem. Uh, random attacks, this this savage, and nobody's talking about this. It's not on. If again, right, let's go back to it. If this was a white dude walking through New York City, slashing people's necks, they would be up in arms. This dude was walking around, he happened to be black, slashing people and killing people, stabbing people, doing random stuff, attacking people, and nobody's making, uh, they're not saying a peep about it. Nobody cares. I saw the story, um, and this is so true. Like, Like you said, like I saw the story, Right before we went on, I almost uh, screenshot it and 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 pulled it up. And I, I thought to myself, okay, that's not <laughs> it's not really a, it's just an average New York City uh, crime spree killing machine. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> like I, I, I was like, this can't this story can't even make our show. That's how you know it's not. We're so used to it. Like Some lady so just many. got killed. Some lady got killed in Inwood, 64 years old. She got shot in the head, random uh, innocent bystander. Yeah, yeah, she, she was walking was to the she, store to buy she, to buy food. Was she really though? Yes, we don't know that. Yes. I read that art. I read that article too, Did and I'm like, I know I read the article, but there was nothing that that said to me she was just walking to the store. I didn't see that. Yeah, part. that's what they said. Her husband came and he was saying that she was going to because she cooked and she cooked for her grandkids almost every day. So she would go to the store. That was her. That was her day. She would go out, go shopping, come back and cook. All right. All right yeah. So sixty four year old. I woman, mean, in, I mean, randomly killed. Nobody's saying anything. New York it, is it, crazy. We know that. I mean, in the year um, uh, twenty twenty two, what we have seen here in New York, I mean, so many different types of crime. Um, some of them, like for example, we have a subway system here. So this year has been like, if not the scariest, between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, to ride the subway with the people, uh, the mentally uh, challenged, pushing people on the subway tracks. Slashing them in their face, punching them, assaulting them—they're savages. Them. They're savages. They're not mentally challenged. They're Shitting savages. into a bag and and then putting it, smear it on somebody's face. You name it. In New York City, so, and and now all of a sudden, it's kind of they they realized we have to address it, and they've come out in full force. So the stories are, are, are trying—they're going down, which is good. But unfortunately, this th- we we became a reactionary city where we were proactive. And we were making sure that we were on top of it, quality of life crimes, making sure that everybody felt safe. 
We decided just to abandon that because according according to Mayor Adams, the city's back. He said it yesterday on his on his uh, social media. It's, it's back to being the safest big city in the country. Really? What 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 world is he living in? And again, right here we go. And I don't think well, he can't uh, be wrong though. Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee. What do you mean he can't be wrong? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, um, Milwaukee civilian isn't here, but I'm going to say it for him anyway. Bam, he's bamboozling people into believing that he's doing something. He he's been gone for the uh, for the whole storm. He he disappeared right for this whole cold snap or whatever. Nobody knows where he was. Um, and and now he's saying that the city's back to being the largest, the safest big city in the world. He's insane. This guy is crazy, and he's such a disappointment as as a retired cop, right? Because or police mm-hmm. officer, because I mm-hmm. think there's a difference between being a cop and a police officer. Um, you know that that's debatable, but this guy, I had so much hope for him, and and I, I'm he's almost worse than the than the Blasio, I can say, almost. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that nobody knows where he is. It's that's to me that's just an interesting thing because we kind of sort of know where everybody is. Then we like if we really wanted to know, somebody knows where he is. Yeah, no. But yeah. the fact that we can not disclose it, um, which. I'm okay. I don't even know. I might be okay with. Like I don't really need to know. But in this world of where we, somebody knows where he is. The and thing the is, he's giving pressers and he's in his suits whenever there's an event. Right now, there's a cold event in New York City. Uh, people are, you know, the streets are freezing. People are cold. It's a storm. Everybody, mm. Hokel is out there virtue signaling on her podium. Well, because where she the hell is stay. he? Yeah. Well, he's, New York is a mayor. He, he's he's it's been cold. He's Hollywood Adams. Well, I mean, I just, listen, he's Hollywood Adams. He should be he should be giving pressers, right? He gives pressers about rats and shit like that. I have no I problem know. with somebody going on vacation when it, it's Christmas time and you're the mayor. Like, uh, but it was a cold spell in New York. I have a, it's, it's freezing. I have a problem with that. If your city's on fire, no vacation. For but you. it's Sorry. not. It's oh, it's not. not. It's cold. Really. It's cold. I told <laughs> so you. <it's, laughs> yeah. The coldest the place. On fire the coldest place. Listen. The coldest place getting, in New York. Listen. Cops are getting their vacation times pulled. Um, they're being forced to work triple overtime. Right. Um, sanitation workers get their vacation times pulled. Firemen. Right. I mean, the list goes on and on. Why should he get listen a vacation? Why should these people in Congress? Senators and congressmen and women, why should they get a vacation? Why should they sign this omnibus bill and then disappear for two weeks and go to an island somewhere, probably Epstein Island, to go be pedophiles? Why do they get the right to do this? And cops and firemen and frontline workers who were who were still getting fired over this pandemic, over this unlawful mandate, but were the heroes of the pandemic a year and a half ago, two years ago, why should they have to work and these idiots get to take time off? Why? No, he should not have a vacation. No vacation for you. No soup for you. No vacation. No. Well, listen, the coldest place in New York City is the lobby that I work in. <laughs> <laughs> so I deserve uh hazard pay for that. Hi, Nikki Bella. We see you. Right. Thanks for joining us. Ryan Investigative Group was kind enough to give us twenty dollars on the on the super chat. Oh. Thank you for keeping all these crimes and justice issues in the public dialogue. Looking forward to being a guest again soon. Happy New Year. Yeah, we got to get thank Ryan you, back on. Thank, um, you, thank you. Thank you. Definitely get Ryan. Could I be back on? on? Could I be on with him? Yeah, of course. Like, can it gonna, just, we'll, we could be have to just be you, or can I do? We'll all do it. Okay. Well, uh, let me see. Uh, 
Somebody made see. a good point. We could put uh, Adam's, uh, I, I read it. I don't know who said it. We could put Adam's face on a milk carton, but do we really want to find Mary Goldstein? Of course, Mary. She's like becoming like the third wheel here. Mary Goldstein. I'd say put his face on a milk carton, but do we really want to find him? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with I you. I mean, uh, 2022 has been some year as far as crime because uh, we had so many uh, mass shootings, and then we also had um, we had these uh, smash and grab robberies. You know, mm -hmm. these um, those are just a, hungry. Uh, those are hungry protesters. These are new new trends. AOC. Um, and this thing this thing hit hard in in 2022. Mm. And here's a, just in case you don't know what I'm imagine talking if about. the cops could do their jobs. Smash and grab robberies in California and nationwide. One of the most recent incidents at a Nordstrom in Los Angeles where a security guard was attacked. Thousands of dollars worth of merchandise stolen in just minutes. Here's ABC's Zareen Shah. Tonight, the urgent manhunt oh for dozens God. of robbers targeting department stores and luxury brands in highly coordinated and often violent smash and grabs. Just hours before Thanksgiving Day, police say thieves used bear spray to assault a security guard at a Los Angeles Nordstrom, five of them brazenly making off with $25,000 worth of designer purses. That same night, thieves stealing $20,000 worth of merchandise at an Apple store north of San Francisco. And this past weekend, roughly 80 people running back to their cars after a flash mob style heist at an Oakland area Nordstrom snatching items. One employee was pepper sprayed, another attacked. It's unlikely that 80 people are just going to show up and arbitrarily just decide to do this at once. It's the gang network that we see uh, engaged in this type of activity. Burglars also over the weekend taking a sledgehammer to a Beverly Hills Louis Vuitton and Saks Fifth Avenue store, but unable to make it inside before police cars approached. Law enforcement across the country now concerned about similar crimes. Police near Chicago say 14 thieves stormed a Louis Vuitton in broad daylight as shoppers scatter mask looters emptying shelves, making off with $120,000 worth of merchandise in seconds. Several people have been arrested in these robberies here in California. The police chief in L.A. saying you're going to see a lot more police officers outside of malls this holiday season. Lindsay. Zorian, thank you. <laughs> it's funny because what are the yeah. cops going to do? What are the cops going to do? First of all, if you follow these people around in your store, you're a racist. Right. Mm -hmm. The news won't mention their skin color. Right. Because if they were white, they'd be calling them proud boys. They'd be calling them Republicans. They'd be saying they're right wing extremists trying to prove a point. But they won't mention their skin color. They won't mention their race. And what are the cops going to do? They're going to stand there. And what are you going to do? You're going to get a confrontation with somebody over a Louis Vuitton bag. And if you have to put your hands on him and break his jaw, then what happens? You get sued and you lose your job. There were two cops that were indicted uh, last week. We didn't speak about it. Um, uh, I forgot where it was. They were chasing a guy in a scooter. He crashed yeah. and he died. And they got indicted. They got going indicted. To, they didn't get indicted. They got they got they charged with murder. They got indicted. They were indicted. They weren't just charged. They were indicted. Now they got to go to trial. They got oh, indicted. Okay, wait, but that's somebody else. Yeah, then. they got indicted. Two of them for chasing a guy in a scooter, and he freaking crashed and he died. And they indicted yeah, he hit somebody else. Yeah. They indicted a sergeant and a cop for chasing this guy. And they're saying they, they indicted them for manslaughter. It's insane. What yeah, are the, the cops going to do standing in front of a Nordstrom? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I had I have so many. I had so many theories about 
private security and people who can afford it to uh, pay for their own security. Um, and, but, but at the same time, it's just like, it's just crazy. Like, okay. So these flash mobs, a lot of these people don't even know each other. They go on a social media page somewhere and they said, we're going to do this thing on this day. And, th- and that's why they all show up and they just park right in front. They, you know, they might all be from the same neighborhood or neighboring neighborhoods, but that's how these things get coordinated. And then there's other ones that are, you know, straight up robberies and, a, you know, uh, a crew does it. But this was something that was very, very popular and came to light heavily in 2022. These smash and grab robberies. And a lot of these stores, I don't, I don't know. Um, they have policies where they hire security guards, but they don't want the security guard to do anything. I don't understand. <laughs> so I don't understand why you have a security guard there. And then in other states, it's different because then you have somebody tackling somebody and holding them like we've we've watched over this past year. Somebody who knew jujitsu and held uh, a would be, uh, you know, a shoplifter in the store in a, in a hold. And that poor guy, like underneath, they listen, couldn't breathe. Listen, like, if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, uh, Bob Nordstrom, right, whoever owns Nordstrom or if I'm Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. the man himself, I'm putting little like. M80s, like automatic M80s in these high-end bags. So if they run out and they steal them, it mm-hmm. activates something. And as they're running through the mall, it blows their hands off, right? So they won't steal anymore, right? Take out insurance and put little explosives in these bags and and welcome them in the store. I would leave think- it wide open. Don't even have security guards. It'll be natural selection. They'll run in. They'll grab the bags. They run out. Boom, they lose their hands. Their hands get blown. Thinking off. about think about this, uh, like because w- like when it. you wonder why don't department stores um like make it make it a point to to address Congress and say we gotta go back to this is not working. Some do, some don't, <laughs> but but um also too, think about the secondary market. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I stole a bag from uh a Louis Vuitton bag, and now I'm putting it up on this website. Blow his you know hands what I'm off. saying? Like, Blow his hands off. No, what I'm saying is just that the secondary, it, there has to be a reason why they're not pursuing this kind of stuff the way the way they should. Like, because, you know, we should have a because, coalition of, of big market brands getting together and saying we need police to do police work. Because the wokeness supersedes everything else. Because the majority of people that are doing these robberies and all these these smash smash and grab larcenies, because they're not robberies unless they use force, right? Um, I think that's the same in almost every state. Um, they're minorities, right? They're blacks and Hispanics. Okay. So the wokeness thing. supersedes it. So they're not going to go after these. They're, they're not going to take them seriously or get any legislation in place because they're saying, oh, well, these are people that are oppressed mm-hmm. and these are people that are hungry. AOC says they're doing these robberies because they're hungry and they can't find work and they're doing. So what what kind of legislation? Well, what's the legislation going to do? I, I, I'm, I'm just curious about one thing. I just know, for like, for example, with. Um, let's say sneakers, for example. Mm-hmm. You can have a pair of sneakers, right? And they're normally Nike sneakers that come out or some other, whatever brand. And they're like, let's say Yeezy, whatever. They're, you know, 200 bucks for these sneakers. And then somebody goes in and buys all of them or groups of people go in and buy all of them. And then they create this secondary market 
Well, now mm-hmm. the value of those sneakers is because I was talking to a kid the other day, and he showed me how this these sneakers cost eight hundred dollars, and they weren't even right. attractive sneakers. I, I didn't oh, yeah. they think like they were good looking, but because of the fact of this secondary market, like you can't get these sneakers anywhere. So you had that mentality into um, the handbag in- industry. Like I don't know how they get money out of it, but um, I don't know. Maybe people will start ordering them online and just paying straight up, and they could close these uh, brick and mortar stores. But it's free yeah. enterprise, right? If 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 I happen to come across a bag, however mm-hmm. I get it, right? I'm not, you know, maybe I stole it, maybe it fell off a truck, right? Like we used to say back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the truck is and the and the truck and the bag is worth fifteen hundred dollars, but I paid nothing for it, mm-hmm. or maybe I paid three hundred for it, and now I sell it for twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not selling it for two thousand now. Now I'm going to take three hundred dollars off of it, and I'll sell it for twelve hundred dollars. You're going to buy it from me. So yeah. I'm gonna make my money. I'm making my money without having to spend any money. Why am I gonna charge you three times as much for the bag when well, I can my give point you a is discount this. and I can get money? This is my point. Do we What's really need? Do we really need brick and mortar stores? Because <laughs> yes, if I do. can take you, if I can take you yes, on a virtual do. tour of this handbag no. that you're gonna buy, and you'll we buy it off of me stores. on site, just so you don't. I know what that's what you're saying. But otherwise, if, if that's not the case, then there would be a co- coalition of all these big markets. Cha- uh, everybody, Gucci, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's co- a guy named uh, Jeff co- Bezos. There's a guy named Jeff Bezos who's trying to get rid of brick and mortar stores. And you know what's happening? Well, that's Mom what and I'm pop saying. stores, people are dying, they're losing their livelihood, people are committing suicide. Their their stores are getting shut down because of the Amazons of the world. You need brick and mortar stores, you need the local hardware store to go over there and I'm pick saying- something up. You need. I know you're talking about high end stores. I understand that, but no, no, no I'm not. You, ta- I'm just talking about high end stores where this stuff is getting stolen. Because if you create well, a secondary market, like what I idea. mentioned about these sneakers, it's what happens idea. is let's move on. People order. What do they do? They don't want to deal with the store. They go and they order online. And what do they do when they order online? Pay top dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm saving yeah. money on the brick and mortar. And then there's no. We just cut out the the people. Because how are you gonna? How so what's going to happen to the mall? What's going to happen to the malls? What's going to happen yeah, to the Garden well, State Plaza? Go. What's going to happen? Everybody's going to be gone. Nobody's going to have a job. These freaking lazy asses don't want to work as it is. Now they're not going to have any jobs to go to. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make sense. What has to happen is instead of, instead of us proposing an idea of getting rid of brick and mortar stores, let's propose the idea of actually holding these criminals accountable and doing something when they do this stuff. Angel, right? you're so freaking 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pranzo. Look, look at that. Peter Pranzo gave us a $50. Uh, hey, happy new year, Mark and Angel. Thank you for putting a great, uh, putting on a year of great shows. All the best. Thank you, Peter Pranzo. Thank you. That was very, very kind you. of you. Uh, That's awesome. What do we got? We got uh, less than 10 minutes left. Let's Wait, see what else we somebody, got here. Somebody posted something in the chat about somebody dying. My friend was on her car. And then dumped in the woods, fuzzy doxy. Where did that come from? I stopped wearing my gold jewelry after my friend was abducted and murdered in Memphis. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. It's horrible. Jesus Christ, that's bad. Uh, sorry for your loss. Yeah, I mean, listen, you go out with your right. I, listen, I go out. I wear my jewelry. I wear. I have a bracelet. I have a chain. I have a diamond. I mean, I keep my diamond cross in my shirt, but I'm always strapped, man. And my kids, since they were young, they used to always tell me, "Daddy, why do you always have your gun with you?" 
And I'm like, you bet. It's like, you know, I, I didn't say this to them before, but mm-hmm. it's like a condom, right? It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So My kids used to say it to me too all the time. They were like, why do you have your hands with you? I was like, mess somebody <laughs> up. <laughs> Look at this. And while all this is going, as applications fall, police departments lure recruits with bonuses and attention. This is a, uh, a story in the New York Times. So what happened was <laughs> during this whole thing with defund uh, the police and then the crime surge, the violent crime surge throughout the country, um, the, the battering of law enforcement, people stopped taking this job. People quit. People mid-career quit and decided to go into other careers. It wasn't worth it. So now they need police officers. And they're doing things like, um, well, they have a sign-in day. So they make a big deal out of it. When you sign, you're signing your contract the way you would sign, like, a major league contract. They bring all the people that have signed with that, and they make a big show. They take pictures of them, sign the contract. Other agencies are flying uh, possible candidates in. They put up up uh, in the hotel. They give them a ride along. Um, <clears throat> other agencies are offering bonuses, I- including money like ten thousand dollars signing bonus. Fort Lauderdale, big push. Fort Lauderdale is trying to get everybody from New York City. So they came up with this thing where nobody wanted the job anymore, and now the, in order to uh, to get cops to take the job, you uh, you. So if you're out there and you want to be law enforcement, go on. Uh, I don't even know where you would go, but go to Google and just be like, I want to be a cop. Where should I go? And I, I guarantee you it'll pop up and it'll be like, it'll tell you the top 10 places bonuses and what they're offering. And you just look at look at what kind of lifestyle you have over there. Take home cars, right? No state tax, right? So your pension doesn't get taxed by the state. Um, they appreciate you. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. They give you moving uh, stipend to move. Uh, they give you bonuses. They help you relocation money. Um, I mean, it goes on and on and on. So, I mean, listen, there we go. we're always we're always going to need police. We're always going to need young men and women um, who are willing to do the job um, as tough as it is, right? Because you, when you and I came on the job, we had people like uh, Lieutenant Peter Pranzo, right, who were on the job 10, 15 years, 20 years before us. And they thought that when we got on the job, we were killing the job. That the job sucked now and that their way was the best way. And then now we're those guys and now we're saying our way was the best way. But as, as society evolves, police work has to evolve. Policing has to evolve. So we, we have kids like my son, who's now a police officer in Suffolk County, um, that you know still believe in law and order and still believe in taking the oath and, and, and putting their lives on the line for perfect strangers. And we need it. It's got to keep coming. These kids Mary, keep Mary Goldstein it. is somebody who's trying to get on in Nassau County. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we root for her and hopefully she'll get that job soon. Yeah. Um, but there are people who are out there, uh, you know, great candidates. But we're talking yeah. about nationwide, though. Well, nationwide. Listen, what they need to do is they want to get rid. They're making they're making the, 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 the criteria to become a cop. They're making it less stringent right there. They're dumbing down the tests. They're dumbing down the physical, um, the agility tests, all that stuff. What they need to do is get rid of, and I've told this to you before, um, get rid of the college requirement to become a cop. Because yeah, I agree uh, having a college degree, having a college just, degree doesn't make you a better it's police so officer. Stupid. It's, it's so stupid. It's dumb. It's just, and then you'll get a lot more people like me, who I came from the hood. I grew up in the Bronx. 
And I didn't have a college degree when I got on a job. I had a high school diploma and I became a cop at 21. And I was a damn good cop, if I do say so myself, for 22 and a half years. I got my degree after the fact because the company I work for now paid for it. Right. But I didn't need a high school. I, I didn't need a college degree to be a good cop. You don't cop. need it, especially if you I have had street smarts. Oh, yeah. I had street smarts. I grew up yeah. in the hood and I stayed out of trouble. So I knew yeah. how to I knew how to Lady. work the streets. I, I I totally agree with you, man. Thank I got you, a I got a seven hundred combined on my SAT. Uh, nobody nobody is, else man. would have me, and thank God the police department took me. That's right. I turned, yeah. I turned out to be okay, man. You're here. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, KH. God bless him indeed. Amen. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 that that should be the first thing that they should get rid of. Right, they're worried about tattoos and beards. Forget about mm -hmm. that. Get rid of the college requirement. You'll have a lot more candidates that are coming from the inner city. Um, people like you know Rivera and Mora, who were killed last January. Their anniversary, their death is coming up. It's already going to be a year. Two young Dominican dudes uh, working the streets, working in the hoods that they grew up in. Um, you know, working, uh, uh, patrolling the streets, looking like the people they were working for, speaking the language of the people they were working for. Young, good, honest men. Who paid with their lives, right? They were exactly what you want out of a police officer, and they were killed for it. Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Is that uh, you know, I used to joke around in my in my act uh, years ago about being the only Dominican police officer, and now oh, the, the majority of the, is uh, is police 65 officers. Sixty five percent Dominicans, yeah. yeah and yeah. you know, well, listen, you know, the, I mean, it is right. It's it's police police work is evolving. It is what it is. If they're out there, I don't care if you have a turban on your head, if you're a Sikh. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you have a, 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 a yarmulke on your head. It's better that way. Jew. It doesn't matter to me. As long as when the bell rings, you're there to back up your fellow officers, get them on the job. Get them on the job. And this is what happens um, when things get out of hand. Look at right here. Missouri woman tracks down, kills, alleged carjacks at a gas station. You know, we don't talk about this enough, but uh, 2022 was one of the all of a sudden car theft and carjackings became very very prevalent and this is a woman uh who got carjacked she i i would imagine she knew the people because somehow uh this girl Demisha Coleman 35 uh she went to a gas station where she saw her car and she went home and got a gun and she killed the two people who stole her from her oh i mean that's, a, know, that's a little and, uh, uh, that's a little harsh <laughs> no, I, it is, it is, but this is the world that we're, because this is the type of world that you create, because if you have people out there who are like, nah, Vigilantism. nobody's stealing my car, especially yeah. if I got a gun, you create this world, because you're not going to call the police anymore, they're not coming. Vigilantism, you know, that's what's going to happen. carjacking, yeah. we'll, we'll end on this, this will be the last video we'll see, but carjacking and um, uh, vehicle theft. It's huge uh, right now uh, across the country. Their data shows is most of the carjackings are committed by juvenile offenders. In case after case, we've seen how juveniles have been fueling the city's spike in carjackings. In our series, Wrong Turn, we even heard one juvenile offender explain how impulse and peer pressure are driving kids to participate. Now, investigative reporter Mike Perlstein has compiled the hard statistics to back up those assumptions, along with where carjackers are most likely to strike. We've seen the alarming videos. We've heard from frustrated victims. 
Now, through NOPD carjacking data compiled through a public records request, we have a much clearer picture of who's stealing the cars and where. The statistics for 2021, a record for carjackings, show that juvenile suspects arrested outnumber adults by more than two. <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing about uh, 2020, <coughs> 2022 is that uh, we really like, you know, when we grew up in the city here, we had a lot of car thefts. People used to leave signs in their car, break-ins. I don't have anything of value in the car. Yeah. And then carjacking became a thing. And then it kind of sort of went away. Everybody could sort of afford a car. And it didn't seem like you needed to steal cars anymore because everybody had a car who wanted a car. And now all of a sudden, I don't even know whether I still think people can have cars, but I think people just want to go out and the kids and, and steal somebody else's car. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's, but the, it all starts at home, my friend. These people, they, they, they want to come up with all these theories and they want to come up with all this. You know, there's a crisis and it's mental health and people can't get jobs. And this is it starts <laughs> at home. There are savages who are being raised a lot of times by savages. A lot of times they're being raised by good people who can't be with them because they have to work. And then these kids, you know, go off and through their own devices and they get into stuff, uh, peer pressure. I mean, all sorts of stuff. But, you know, it's it's it, if there's consequences, like I said, if you if you're caught carrying a gun, make it a federal crime. If you're caught carrying a, a firearm illegally. It should be an automatic 25 years in a federal prison. It'll stop. Trust me, it'll stop. I agree with you there. I mean, rather, because we're never going to get control of the guns that are, are being sold. It'll stop. And we're never going to get stop. control of the people who are purchasing, you know, like purchasing guns and stockpiling. But what we could get control of is the people that uh, have them Use illegally. Them. Yep, that's right. And if you twenty five years mandatory, boom, that's it. I, I agree with you. There you go. That's a great way to end the show. Um, let's go through the chat and say good night to the people that were kind enough to join us tonight. Uh, obviously, Raquela and Peter Pranzo, who were kind enough to give us the fifty dollars super chat tonight. Ryan Investigative Group was kind enough to give us uh, a twenty dollars super chat tonight. Patricia Barnes, Cage Walker, Cynthia Lindsay. Uh, they defund cops only to turn around and find bonuses and moving fees. <laughs> crazy. Only to hire less stringent. It's crazy, isn't it, Cynthia? Foxy Doxy. Ava Hackshaw. Honestly, you're more teachable without the degree. I agree with you. I think Angel would, too. Um, yeah, you know the kids, they, they, they go to. So so. Um, Mary Goldstein said going to college is good because it, it'll diversify you, in you know, so to speak. And I disagree. Um, kids nowadays go to college and they get radicalized and ingratiated and they learn to hate police as opposed to uh, learning how to become a cop. So, I mean, there's exceptions to every rule, but if you're going to uh, college in a blue city in this country, chances are you're coming out radicalized and you're not going to want to be a cop. So um, there you go with that. We just had another super chat. We did. Fuzzy Doxy, 999. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, this was a great episode. You know, I was worried uh, worried about the episode because I worked this morning, and I wasn't. I I, I, I dubbed this the the year in review. Uh, we could do part two next week and cover some more stories that uh, made headline news. But we, I think, we really did cover a bunch of stuff here and yeah, sentiment. Yeah. Foxy Doxy ten uh, nine ninety nine super chat. Thank you so much. 
Blackheart. Um, Blackheart, another 10 bucks. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you guys. I want to wish you guys a happy new year. All the best. And um, hopefully 2023 will bring us uh, fame and fortune and uh, health, most importantly, for all of us. And uh, Angel, any parting words? Yeah, listen, um, thanks for the support, everybody. Follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. That's where I do most of my police advocacy stuff. Big Rican man. It's right down here. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Bendiciones. And I'm going to end it by seeing what every tool says right before the new year comes. See you next year. <laughs> That's how I'm going to end it. <laughs> Love well, you guys. I just want to so thank the, um, the police off the cuff family for supporting our show here. And thank Angel for coming in every single week with um, great insight and a wonderful personality. And I'm so happy to have him on the show. Would it, uh, Thanks, it wouldn't be a show without him. But um, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm moving to Las Vegas in the new year, and um, and I, I, we'll be doing the show from there. But, yep. um, yeah, this has been a wonderful ride here in New York for my whole life. And, uh, you know, I'm a New Yorker at heart, but why not try it out the West Coast and see what it's like? So um, love you, too. Yeah, for that, happy new year, everybody. We love you. To the police off the cuff family, thank you so much for supporting us. Peace. Happy new happy year. Happy new year.